So hello and welcome to episode 15 of Rebel City Podcast. How's it going, Mark? I know bad, mate, yourself? Yeah, very, very good, mate. Um, this week's guest is Ian Keepy, so a fellow podcaster. Yep. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm not coming through to Glasgow no, to your mate. fine podcast studio. <laughs> in, the, in the dungeon, the basement in Glasgow. Was How was your trip? No, it was good. Nice. Yeah. Seeing Coat Dyke for the first time as well. Yeah, that was something that really intrigued me when I heard on the announcement that I was in Coat Dyke. <laughs> so I then posted on, I am in Coat Dyke, and then I realised my picture was me looking like a dyke in, in a coat. So I thought people <laughs> just assume. Lesbian, not 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 dyke, obviously. Nothing, oh, no. nothing derogatory on this podcast. Of course. <laughs> well, um, much the same as yours, don't worry about swelling. <laughs> okay. I got about five minutes in, I was like, can I swell? Aye. And then we had, uh, That's, that question's popped up a few times yeah. when you that. It's on like um, the sort of bingo card for podcasts, there's like things that people say and yeah. what always comes up is, uh, can I swear on this? And I'm like, you fucking can't. <laughs> Aye, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Let's have a wee look at the podcast bingo thing before we... So, anyway... How are you getting on, man? What have you been? What have you been up to? Well, I'm slightly hungover today because I, I did a podcast. Well, my podcast yesterday, and then straight after it, I did the, the guests' um, pod, their own podcast, which is Mood Swings. Okay, and it was really good. That's uh, a so mental health. Drinking. That's a mental health podcast as well. Yeah, it? so basically, it's the same sort of conversational podcast, but it's all under the guise of mental health, and okay. you know, he's had MMA fighters on there. Uh, he interviewed Gail Porter, who's a famous Scottish yeah. um, presenter. Um, yeah. And she was on the side of Houses of uh, is it Commons or Parliament? She was either Houses of Commons, mm. I think it was. As a, so, so, I was saying Gail Porter was married to the dude for IT crowd. <laughs> That's not true either. You're just a so, bullshitter, man. What's, 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 her name? what's her name, though? It's definitely Porter. She's a BBC. Okay. She did like, documentaries, but it's not Gail Porter. Gail Porter... Yeah, I know who Gail Porter she's is. She's Scottish. Yeah. And she's known for her ginger hair, but she lost it. Yeah, she's Yeah. It's just when you said, Del, that they, they projected her onto the side of the House's apartment. It's like the first ever <laughs> FHM top yeah, 100 yeah, sexiest one, yeah. that, Which, if they did that nowadays, off the bit of Yeah. Can you imagine that? I know. Degrading women. Well, like did it go? Mm-hmm. That used to be like my uh, holiday sort of toolkit was mm. FHM and I think it was July they did the 100 sexiest okay. women mm. so we'd always be on the plane just like pretty much openly sitting pure check her out at like no, no. 19 my mum and dad were uber catholics and there was just no space for that <laughs> so I would have never got away with just leaving an FHM line about it I'd be beat in the about mm. I'll tell you something though she was the last honest person that was playing against the House of the Commons <laughs> yeah say that again <laughs> She was the last honest person with honest intentions played across the side of his opponents. Definitely, <laughs> especially with the fucking shit that's going on just now in Westminster. Well, that happens um, often, obviously. Mm-hmm. They've always been liars. Yeah. I think this is what we're starting to realise on it, is that yeah. they've always been fucking lying to us. We're just starting to get the information now that we can see it and you go. Just need to look at the reaction to like, Theresa May's visit to Glasgow during the week. I mean, the or guys who. Visit? Yeah, did you, see visit. Her, did you see her fucking. She went straight for the airport <laughs> to a somewhere that a is... A factory that creates leather for the houses of parliament. Yeah. Like, and then... What do they have? This winch, all, the, all, all the benches. Seats, all the benches. They're all that green and, and then the house is like red, red, red leather. Okay. So there's a, there's a factory next to Glasgow airport that makes these seats. She, she flew into Glasgow, get a fucking, probably get a Mercedes driven to this factory, shook a couple of hands, yep. get back in the car, back in the plane, straight back down. Yeah. Homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love the, the CNN footage that, I don't know if any of caught this, where they were in the streets and they were talking to people and 
There was a few of the older boys saying, you know, this has definitely changed my mind on things like independence, what I've not been listened to. And they cut to these two young lads in the street and go, so if you know, you were to meet Theresa May, what would your message be? And the, the lad looks to his mate, right? he's just a wee cheeky side eye and goes, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> International news TV live, and you're like, there's Glasgow for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, well, Posting on Facebook this morning an image of the the sign that you see when you're entering Scotland, yep. and it's like "Welcome to Scotland." Theresa May can fuck off. <laughs> I, was like, I so hope someone's paying that on it because it would just be fantastic. Uh, Is it real? No, no, I no. don't think so. Like, I think I've seen stuff. various versions yeah. out of the years when there's been visits and stuff. I mean, on. people have sprayed fucking what is it? Uh, you know, flat earth theory all the way up to A9. If someone doesn't spray paint that <laughs> on the enter sign into to Scotland, then it's we're completely mad. So there's flat earth graffiti over road signs up and up yeah, north? I mean, that's it. It's all the way from um, Perth. It would start at Perth, wouldn't it? Perth to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Perth to Edinburgh, Perth to Inverness, and Perth <clears throat> to Aberdeen. Someone sprayed, like on the underpasses, right. flat earth theory. The, the flat earth's popped up a few times, isn't it? I've the opinion that it's just people trolling. I don't think I anybody think that's actually started I think that's how it started out on all these forums, people just trolling by saying, oh, flat earth. Yeah. But I think people started to believe it. I think these things, that's how these <laughs> start. It's one yeah. of the world's oldest conspiracy theories. It's been about since... Yeah. Apart from Adam and Eve. Yeah. It's flat earth, maybe even older than that. Oh, mm. true. Yeah. Um, but uh, who, <laughs> knows? Who, knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I... I had a look into it um, because I'm I'm a massive conspiracy theory fan, and if, you, if you're one yourself, let's have a conversation. Oh, I used to be right. I'm, I'm trying to like steer away. I mean, from the ages of twenty to twenty-four, I just was taking in everything on the internet that they had to offer in terms of conspiracy mm. theories. Who's your favourite? Um, I don't know. I don't have a favourite. Uh, the JFK one's always going to be tasty because, well, you know, it's quite convincing. Is that just a theory? It's <laughs> <laughs> the same as gravity and uh, yeah. <laughs> the world being round. Yeah. <laughs> JFK <laughs> conspiracy is a, is a really good and one. What do you believe as far as JFK is concerned? Um, I've, some, I've, I've heard some batshit crazy ones. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that has came up, like the, the magic bullet and all that, there is sort of stuff surrounding that to support that it you know it just was a freak like the way the positioning of the seating and that isn't how you think of it it was like different so mm-hmm. they can yeah. show that so science has moved on significantly yeah. for that to explain these types of but there are still things. strange things and mm-hmm. sort of motivations as well as what's strange about that whole thing is there is motivation for somebody to have done that to him but I don't know, I'm not sure what I believe. I, I think like how the CIA destabilised, you know, loads of like southern and sort of central American company, uh, countries at, at, around, around that time, they were obviously, you know, at it with Cuba and stuff like that, you know, under Kennedy's leadership. I think the CIA just used the American mafia to kill him because <laughs> he didn't want to go to war with people, you know what I mean? Like, it's um, not traceable, yeah. really, either. It's, 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 to me, it's the most plausible, you know what I mean? Like, when you look at things like Ruby and all the rest of it, you know, the CIA had a habit of going to other countries, looking at rebel groups, mm-hmm. funding them, training them, using it to destabilise, and I think the Kennedy thing is that they just did it to themselves this time. Mm. You know what I mean? To an extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, there are conspiracies. Like, the American government has been proven to be conspiring to do things. Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't be that far of a push to say that... And it's the commitment to... Well, I think we talked about um, Wormwood, the one that popped up on Netflix, where mm-hmm. they were dosing people with LSD. Mm. and that in France? Uh, it was, well, there were, I'm sure there was experiments, yeah. so there was this particular story 
related to a guy who was working with the CIA, he was an analyst. Mm. They dosed him one day because there was a rumour that he was involved with, you know, Russian spying and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night, the guy jumped out a 24 hotel window wow. and the government spent 20, 30 years covering it up and it turns out that basically guys with the CIA chucked him out the window because they didn't like his answers. <laughs> but his family chased this down over like two or three decades and eventually got the truth on. So, you know, it's not, as you say, unheard or uncommon. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The Gulf of Tonkin, that's yeah. one that's been sort of like openly admitted that it was a conspiracy mm -hmm. that, I mean, uh, Vietnamese rebels didn't sink a submarine. Yeah. Um, which I think you could probably have. There's a couple of common sense ones like that where you're just like, why did anybody fucking believe that that was true? Yeah. How could anybody <laughs> believe that that was true? But then... Pre-internet, though. Yeah. It's mm. easier to get away with something. And like also... That. We've been hit with our own one with nine eleven, where it's yep. like these guys that work in caves have managed to infiltrate and yeah. and sort of dupe the whole security American security system to fly planes into a building. It's kind mm. of like mm, I can smell bullshit. Yeah, um, I mean there are points that are true in that conspiracy theory. Like mm -hmm. obviously Osama bin Laden was a billionaire son, yeah, yeah. and they, they had close links to the Bushes. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, he died. Say, yeah, he died today. The uh, George Bush Senior. Did he? Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Twitter outpouring and I went in. It's just that whole sort of, um, what's it called? Your, uh, on the internet. Shit posting. No, like Phone your own porn. Oh, your. No. Oh, we spoke about The echo chamber. Yeah, the echo chamber, like your own echo chamber. I seen. It's like a feedback loop type thing. Yeah, I've seen the post. Whatever post it was, it was uh, his grandson, so George Bush the fault, who's <laughs> probably keep an eye on fucking Damien Bond. How egotistical you have to be to keep naming your fucking kids <laughs> George. I mean, if they have a, yeah, such a, shit name a daughter, they would probably call him George as well. George, you know. If you had two Georges George. <laughs> George in the family that both ended up president, I don't know if I'd be the one that broke the, you know, broke <laughs> the run, you know what I mean? Like, um, it puts a lot of expectation on a win. He yeah. tweeted out, obviously, it's his granddad saying like he was a great man and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, this is going to just be total carnage. And yeah. fucking in his comments went into Twitter feed, and it was just loads of people going, he was a great president. He's just like, what, what fucking planet do you live on? Yeah, he is one that's sort of not been sort of been shown to be embroiled in anything from what we know. You know, like he just because he never got caught. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying that there wasn't yeah. things, but his the yeah. son certainly was. But I think going back to JFK, he. So he has always claimed that, so there's always been a conspiracy theory that he was there, mm -hmm. um, George, and George Senior. Senior, because he was the head of the CIA yeah. at the time, um, and it turns out that he definitely was, right. 100%. Was I think in when, Texas. when Trump released the sort of, Either the, snippets. The, the snippets of the JFK files, there was a thing that had done an itinerary where he had flown to Texas the night before, and he'd always claimed that he was nowhere near Texas. So he's definitely fucking involved. I mean, <laughs> the Bushies are like the. I mean, do we have an equivalent here, really? The, of the Bushies? Yeah, political dynasty. Well, fucking the Windsors. Pro I think yeah. they're probably the closest thing that the Americans have had to a royal family. Royal, royalty and presidential sort of lineage is slightly different. Mm. Royalty is sort of more nefarious to me. What have we got in, in Britain? Maybe like Tony Benn, but then his son is no. Hillary Benn. He's no the politician that his dad was. Or. or, or you know, for what I know, I'm the person that he's done was either, to be honest with you, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But yeah, other than that, I can't kind of think of too many British I think also, we had the experience, I'll bet, that they knew to stay the fuck away for the limelight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That it would be silly to be being open and out there and going, oh, like, I'm publicly known 
but also I'm a fucking tyrant. I think in terms of George Bush Senior, I, I kind of made a promise to myself that the only grave I would ever dance on was Margaret Thatcher's, so I'm not going to get into, you know, too much like all bad mouth the guy, but at the same time, see where we are now with Trump, it's his fault. Oh, it's 100%. He, along with Rumsfeld and Cheney and all the rest of it, gave us mm. Reagan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and Reagan was this actor who was going to be the facade, you mm. know, the you know the smiley facer, the horrible shit they were doing in the background at the time, that then gave us Bush Senior, Bush Junior. Mm. And now when you look at the similarities between the rise of Reagan and the rise of Trump, you know, guys like Nixon and that, like there's a, there's a through line that comes with it. And a big part of it comes with the journey that George mm. Bush Senior was on. That's another think. one as well. The guy that tried to assassinate Ronald Reagan was a guy called John Warnick Hickory, H- Hinkley, Hinkley Jr. Yeah. And Hinkley and the Bush families are like so tightly yeah. connected. So that's another one where it's like yeah. one guy tries to assassinate him and George Bush Senior was the vice president at the time. Mm-hmm. So he would have took Ascended. Over. He would have been the president. One f- one guy tries to one family friend of the Bushes tries to kill the president. The other one. Does nine eleven? <laughs> so it's, it, their families are definitely into some sort of dodgy shit, man. I think, but nah, you're never going to get the answer. I know this is kind of terrible to say this, but with the current presidency, it's it's kind of strange to look back on George W. and be like, like fondly looking back at him. <laughs> yeah, because of, compared to what is happening now, you know, we're not just making it up. These are real things oh. and a real terror and for the rest of the world is Donald Trump whether he knows it or not it's got a 4,000 page four year yeah. study by thousands of worldwide scientists that explain man-made climate change mm-hmm. and I think like an American discourse Trump has manipulated you know climate change is global warming there's no no warming because it's cold and that's my logic when the actual argument is man-made climate change yeah. And this report is like, yeah, it's there. And he spent two weeks going, no, it's not. And you're like, you're arguing against your own administration yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's bonkers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. He's like Beth Tannen, you know, like, he's <laughs> 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 well, you know, back to the future. <laughs> when, he, when he comes back as like the whatever president, you know, yeah. the millionaire guy, it's just. How he like runs it? I think he's. The, is he the president? Buff. A bitch. Is it bitch? Is his name? Not bitch. Beth. Oh, Beth. Yeah, uh, yeah, Beth Tannen. Um, he's. I think he just owns a casino. Okay, I think that's so he's like supremely rich. rich. I think it was he's the richest guy to be. Yeah. Oh no, it becomes Trump. the mayor. It okay. becomes, because it, it doesn't really leave Hill Valley. Yeah. So he becomes like the top guy in Hill Valley. I think <laughs> if they made him the president of the United States, it would have been like no, perfect. We need to try and keep it inside Hill Valley. I love the Back to the Future movies, man. Like, I've, oh, the, I've been watching it. I just watched the three of them over again. But the one that always excites me when I get to it is the third one. You know, it's just there's yeah. something like more. More like it's Moorish. It's everything of the past too, but just more. Yeah, and yeah. It has that eighties, early nineties vibe to it, so it's a bit more clearer than the the I previous think when ones. When you see the, the first two, they're kind of like flip yeah. sides at each other, whereas obviously the third one is its, it's own, own yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, and no. I always like a good western. <laughs> of course. Uh, I watched the the Buster Scraggs thing with no. the Coen Brothers one recently. Is it any good? Oh. It's, it's like six like? short stories, right, okay. um, but like I, it's stunning. So it is like but some it's, people it's are saying it's all, uh, all style and no substance. Quite possible, but then you can say that about almost any Coen yeah. Brothers movie. If you like them, you're going to like it. If yeah. you don't, it's probably not going to be for you. But I, I do. I do like them. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing about Back to the Future Three for me was that I always wanted to see the movie where he had the train. 
I won't be a movie that should ever come out of anyone's mouth as Indiana Jones 4. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I think South Park absolutely nailed it. Like they fucking raped and fucking Diana Jones fucking tattoo with that absolute monstrosity. I think people feel the same. We spoke about Star Wars in your podcast, and I think people feel the same about the the, the first three mm. or the mm. the the second trilogy. Yeah, the, the prequels. The prequels. I they're an abomination. Mm. Absolute fucking abomination. I mean, I quite enjoy the last one just to see how uh, he became yeah. Darth Vader. There was loads of like. Terrible parts to it, but yeah. it was just the, the scenes with uh, Obi Wan was just amazing. Oh, I. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the only one that I give attention if to. If you have a, a pure genre defining like end of trilogy mm-hmm. battle, you might as well do it on a like a fire. Yeah, it's over. Sorry, I mean, war was born. <laughs> I can remember sort of. Um, I, I thought that movie was actually really good yeah. up until the the, the, the yeah. <laughs> and I can remember sitting you and just like, just like oh my god like an anodine like standing outside <laughs> waiting wait on a bus with, with our next girlfriend and she was like did you enjoy it and I was just like don't speak no. just don't speak to her don't want to talk about it don't want to talk about no, no. <laughs> I think they've actually like edited that out, haven't they? They've changed I'm that. Like sure. it's such a bad fucking review yeah. of that uh, final scene. And it could have been so much better. It could have been uh, But there are good ones. Like I like the new Han Solo. Yeah. It got slated and I thought, I'm gonna hate this. You know, Han Solo is such an iconic character, the guy barely looks like him, if at all. Yeah. Uh and yeah, it's so dark. Like I, I enjoyed really that. dark one too. Same with Rogue One, I yeah. really enjoyed that too. Yeah, I mean, I like the both shoots. There's so much room for them to manoeuvre into it. And at Disney are gonna just apply the Avengers formula yeah. and we're gonna have, you know, four hundred there's Star Wars, no lightsabers, people are a bit disappointed. Yeah. Mm. But there's more to it than just that Aye. sort of Jedi storyline. Yeah. Well, it was worth it just to see Darth Vader at the end. Uh, yeah. His palace. In the castle. Yeah, it was and amazing. Fucking good like just the bit where he turns on the, the lightsaber in the, in the tunnel and it's completely pitch black and all you can see yeah. the, the, the red lightsaber. I think one of the big problems amazing. that Star Wars has got going forward is that people take it a wee bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's been times in the past when I've been fanatical about it as a, as a younger guy and stuff like that. I went and watched The Last Jedi and people were going absolutely tonto about how it was this and that and right, fair enough, the slow motion car chase between the two spaceships <laughs> is, a, is, is a bit weak, right? Two okay. hours, two hours. I'm not going to say it's not a football. Physics-defying thing last time. Like the curved ones? Sorry, don't get me started. You just scored like 10 brownie points to one of our mates because he talks about how it's physically inaccurate and I'm like, dude, it's Star Wars. Like the bombs dropping as well, like they're in space. Aye, <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm like, if there's a lightsaber fight in it, I'm jamming. Yeah, no, I'm good, you know what I mean? What? Do you know what? There were some elements to it that were amazing. Like the the bit where the guy went through the the, the battleship, the sort of light speed. Yeah, that was um, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but it just the whole movie did nothing for me. No. It's just the fact that people are talking about the physics of the fucking blasters and the bombs, and yet they. They go, but light speed. Totally, totally get that. The force perspective, like it is like a exactly space. You know, it was like the sort of Jar Jar Binks when people were like, "Oh, fucking Jar Jar!" It's like, dude, you just sit and watch the Ewoks. Like, I don't think you can really take like some sort of like adult high ground about how Jar Jar's a kids character and it shouldn't be a kids movie. They're all kids. It's also very racist as well. Yeah. I was just talking about the Afro-Caribbean type. 
I never really got that. I didn't yeah. get the subtlety in that when I, was, when I was a wee guy. I, I've never really got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, again, another community, an Odeon with my dad and going, <laughs> I always fucking, just, my dad's dead now, but you still always remind me of this. I came out and was like, that's the best movie I've ever seen. Because, <laughs> I mean, when did episode one come out? 99? Yeah. So I was 15 Aye. and was Star Wars fucking mad. And just came out and was just like, oh, I never got I a chance it. to see them when the, uh, the original ones came out. So to be mm. alive you and see be able to see special editions? Uh, no. That was what, 96? They did no, like, like, the, like special editions. Four, uh, the, uh, they like, they remastered the first remastered versions that they released on VHS mm. and they did them in, they put them in the, uh, the pictures. Okay. And then they did them in 3D. Right, okay. And they were in like cinemas. Missed a couple opportunities to see them. So, uh, just to change the subject slightly, did you see this thing with Floyd Mayweather and Kelly, uh, PJ Khaled? Oh, really? They've been uh, fined for a cryptocurrency scam. Alright. Where um, Floyd Mayweather got fined 100,000 from the SEC. That's like pocket change. I know, and uh, DJ <laughs> Khaled got fined uh, 50 grand for being in a cryptocurrency scam. Alright. What so, does that entail? I think the company that they were paid to endorse, yeah. but they supposedly weren't paid to. Didn't really have a company, so they were linked to it and they were getting money from it. They didn't. They weren't really selling. Like they didn't have physical things, like you so know, being like a pyramid an scheme. office or something like that. So yeah. yeah, they were done for sort of fraud and well. some of the stuff that they get is a bit wild. I mean, I can't remember what I was watching recently, but it was a thing about kind of influencers and you know the you know online advertising how people need to be a wee bit more open about you know who they're being paid by and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and it came round to that guy, DJ Khaled, and he was sitting having breakfast. Who is it? DJ Khaled, he announces himself every time he's yeah. in a song, you'll know. He's the dude for the You Just Played Yourself meme. Like, and he was also yeah. in uh, right. Justin ask. Bieber's song, remember? I think he's, 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 uh, he's one of these producers that everybody's like, working with and stuff like that. Anyway, it's like a Beatles yeah. version of himself. <laughs> right. you, know, the, you know, the Beatles just guy, the black It's all that, like, Carl D. Beaver versus D. You know, he's that type of... Yeah, it's like a bit of a knob. Aye. But he's actually <laughs> sitting at a, <laughs> at a breakfast bar, bowl of cereal, and he's filling it with champagne and strawberry-flavoured vodka. And they're obviously, like, pure high... Brand, you know, the high crystal and that, and he's sitting munching cereal and booze, and you're like, and they're going, being there open about what you're advertising. I'm pretty sure he's very clear about what he's advertising. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know anybody could have looked at that video and thought, hmm. this is what this guy does in his real life. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's became really prominent since things like Herbalife, hmm. or that people like Kim Kardashian endorsing like shit yourself fucking shakes, and they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, if you want, if you want this body. Drink that, and it's like you're fed about fucking twenty five thousand hours of plastic surgery, you nah, fucking yeah. moron. What about Gwyneth Paltrow and her fucking bad eggs? Oh Jesus no, that Christ, was crazy. that was weird. They, that, what was this? She was promoting nah. these, like selling these eggs that went oh, through the, the, the kegel. They were like in tune with your yeah, the sun and the fucking stars on your badge. You yeah, put it up right. there, and it would make you harmonious and, and feel well. Really. <laughs> Aye, the science behind that is... Uh, <laughs> there is that. Well, there is. It's literally the Syrian company yeah. to get it taken off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. So the eggs are things that are... They, they were created, I believe, probably wrong, as you know, I'm always wrong. <laughs> but I know, I know what they do. They're, they're, they're for, like, pregnancy recovery. So if your is a bit loose... Okay. And you, you put it up and basically, like... Because you, you, you need to keep it inside. Okay. Like, so if... I, 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 
I'm sure this is what it is. So you basically like tense the pelvic floor okay. to keep the egg inside, okay. and then it over time and over time it, it builds up. I'm obviously. not sure those. Uh, like it might be just a rebranding of that, but I, yeah. I think her one was specifically this was, it was talking about holistic. Like, yeah, so yeah, that, that's what I was going to say that they're selling it as something that's going to like balance you yeah. and stuff like that. And when really all it's really doing is working a muscle, right. like and making your vag a bit fucking tighter. I find that Benford wasn't happy anyway. She like sued them. Uh, yeah. Was it like? Four or five million yeah. should or something, you know what I mean? Like, but it was that even like, like Facebook well. company, you know what I mean? Well, this is goo, goo as well. Right. Was some, like, I think the company's called Goo, I think that's right, okay. that. <laughs> the, the, the problem with that is, is that these people have got huge teams that sit behind them that will be like selling them a product, so yeah, it, they'll come to somebody and they'll be like, Oh, there's this great product, and they'll just be like, Fine, go like, Fine, 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 just give me it, and I'll post it on Instagram. And then all of a sudden it's found out to be a scam and then these individuals are having to go, oh fuck that, that. Yeah, but if you've made money out of it, you should rightfully so hand it back. Yeah, like, I think one of the franchises now celebrities, you know what I mean, mm. like, in that respect. Mm. I think one of the biggest examples of that is um, Herb Life with Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Like, have you seen Did he back that? Well, he's... Yeah, he's talking about that. Oh, is he? It's like, yeah. It's insane. Wow. You see him drinking the shakes, all that, on commercials. How much of that he does in real life, I don't know. No, they well. spat it out. <laughs> Right, he'll take a mouthful of the shake and then he'll be spitting out. He knows there's nothing in it. He's yeah. like an absolute fucking tank. You know what I'm saying? He knows nah, there's nothing in. There's nothing good for you, there's nothing bad for you. He trains 18 hours a day, like seven yeah. days a week. Herbalife isn't it? He the does. Cause he's, but you know, he's successful. He does a minimum of like a thousand sit ups every day. So when you're doing their team talks and they're doing their tactics, he's just doing crunches. He's doing crunches. So that's how you get a body like that. You work fucking hard. Yeah. There's no. There's no protein shake out there that's going to make you a brick shit house. You he's, need to he's taking real loads as well, as far as like. Uh, I mean, he's taking what? Real loads. What's that? Like men's loads. Oh, right, yeah, I mean. Oh, he's gay. We were talking about Oh, fuck, I. You couldn't, like. Allegedly. Oh, no, it's like. <laughs> it's not like he's. Like meet Bada Harry, who's a famous K1 fighter, like mm-hmm. the champion, and supposedly there's two, or, you know. Is this the Moroccan lad? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, we've seen this the stories, and they go to the celebrity you know, ranch somewhere in Morocco once a year or whatever and get their privacy and stuff like yeah, that. Scissor. <laughs> touch bombs or whatever. You know, use, uh, what? pops of eggs and <laughs> I mean, that, that sexual assault thing that popped up with Cristiano Ronaldo was so strange. Yeah. yeah. So weird. Was it someone in LA or something? Or America? That Vegas. Was, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, anally raped her as well. It wasn't even like he just like... Mm. I mean, it sounds maybe plausible. Uh, well, I mean... I don't know, I think he, he did you know offer to uh, pay her off just so that he, he didn't you know it didn't affect his brand was mm. what he said. Even just someone saying that against you, like not that you know someone I, whether, it's true or no. whether it's true or not, it's still gonna have a drastic This guy's on like five hundred grand a week. Mm. If somebody's like give me three hundred grand I'll go away, he's just gonna go just go away. But mm. that makes you look like you know what I mean? It, it does. But it's getting well, accused of something like that in the modern age you look guilty, you know, whether you did it or not now anyway, you know, obviously. But if, if you've done it, you know, then you deserve to get everything oh, that comes towards you. Totally. you know, but mm-hmm. if it's something that someone's just thrown at to- towards you, then what can you do? Yeah. Like, it's such a, a hard situation. Do like you that. think that celebrities that are, I mean, I, I can, I sort of don't really know where I stand on this, but do you think they should get anonymity? But in what respect? If, so if they're accused of sexual assault right. or rape or okay. pretty much anything, do you mm-hmm. think that there should be some sort of form of anonymity until 
at least are charged. Like not naming people who are below a certain age and a case because, you know, they're underage. Like, are you saying, like, not naming the mm-hmm. yeah, you about injunctions and stuff. Till just just until at least they're charged and yeah. at least it's mm-hmm. going to court and then they, then you can name them because then it's past the point of just an accusation. But what happens then if someone names them? Like, you're not going to keep that so in. So many people. So you're yeah. going to get sued for naming somebody. Yeah. And also, what the... As well as that, when they do name them, that's when they get the proof. Yeah. Most of the time, mm. that's when people start to come out the woodwork. Yeah. Horrible yeah. Way of it might, it might just take something like that, especially like Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Uh, it might just take that one thing. Well, it's his death that has to stop that. But um, someone came out after that, and it might just take that. I mean, well, they came out well before he fucking died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just gets buried. I mean, if you look at if you talk the conspiracy theories, if you look into some of the yeah. yeah they talk about why Jill Dando died. Yeah, I mean, I know that that's one. a big one. Like, I mean, and it's very believable when you actually look into what happened and who. That was, was a strange one. Like, I remember I was quite young when it happened. Uh, I remember my mum being really upset. I've only seen her like really upset about two things that was to do with a celebrity, and it was Princess Diana and Jill Dando. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember just being like, "This is so strange that someone shot her." on our doorstep in the yeah. middle of this nice place in London. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, when has that ever happened? Yeah, I think that's why there's, it, there is a conspiracy theory around about it. Whether or not the conspiracy... Like I said, when you when you read that, yeah, it's very convincing, mm. but so are a lot. <laughs> you yeah. think you're like, I mean, nah, that's not true. The theory goes that she was just about to uncover the whole BBC pedophile ring, supposedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just obviously sent a gunman around and took, pop, it, popped took her care across. of it. <laughs> Whether or not you believe it or not, or whether you don't believe the BBC are capable of, who's been involved with them, like the BBC would have passed it to, you know, the government people who are implicated and it's went for them, you mm-hmm. know, if that's what happened. But that's one of the ones that... So if you pay for the BBC, you directly, like for your TV licence, you directly paid for Jill Dando to be... <laughs> well, I'll look up and ask. Supposedly, but you definitely paid, you've definitely been paying for the salaries of a lot of fucking child abusers. Yeah. That, that's just... Fact, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, for fucking uh, radio presenters, right up to like the executives, there's, there's been this horrible. They say it goes as far as that place on the island that's part of the British Isles. Remember, they found bones at this is it an old sort of uh, like a, a home or something? Remember, it came out like a couple of years ago and there was children's bones found in this. Like, is this somewhere some of the schools in Northern Ireland or something? I think it was no, I don't think it was. I'm talking out my ass, but it was right. like. Like Gibraltar or something, oh, right, you know, okay, like right. these type of places. Geneva, is uh-huh. Geneva's like in is that part of Britain? That's Switzerland. Oh right, okay. Talking about my arse. The G- Geneva Convention. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hung hung over. Hung over. <laughs> I blame that for my stupidity. Excuses. Um, but no, there's. I think that. I mean, one of the things that really gets my goat nowadays. I mean, as as well, hating to bring it into, but as a Celtic supporter, mm-hmm. as is the there was this famous guy that was a a, a coach at Celtic mm-hmm. Boys Club that. 100% was a child abuser yeah. but there's this whole sort of thing on the other side of the the the, the spectrum of Rangers fans are basically like it's been indoctrined and right the way through your club and you've just covered it up and you're like I think that that's the case throughout yeah. all institutions mm. and to some respect that the, the, there is definitely this horrible thing that's been going on that nobody really wants to acknowledge or yeah. know about or talk about but Kids, I mean, vulnerable yeah. kids get abused. Anywhere, access to kids is going to attract predators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that's a reality that we're only really just kind of waking up to as a society, you know, in terms of what's been going on in recent uh-huh. years with investigations and new trees and stuff like that. And, and if you're royalty or part of the government, you're sort of somewhat above the law. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those things are going to be more commonplace. Yeah. Because it's going to attract that type of person to that position. I'm not saying it happens. I mean, there's all sorts of conspiracies about between Prince Charles and his uncle. Like, his uncle was buying Mountbatten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, he disappeared. Did he? Yeah. No, I don't think bomb. Is that what it was? No, was who was the who was the guy that disappeared? Who was the Lord Lothian? Yeah, I was that Mountbatten. Yeah, he was he was supposedly like a a, ro- a, a royal paedophile. But Prince Andrew's given given out the baton probably. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Prince Andrew's got a super injunction right. in the UK where he's not allowed to be named in any sort of things, but. I don't know if that's got anything to do with the fact that he's he's been involved or accusations or yeah. it's just that he's closely linked to that American dude, yeah. Andrew. Well, can I, I heard that the Queen's got a warrant against her in some country where a bunch of kids came over on exchange and she took them all out to lunch and they never ever made it back to their, their country. It's like 30 kids. Really? And they were supposedly when her and her husband went out on a picnic. And that was the last time all these kids were seen from, I think it was somewhere in Canada, maybe? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd read about that as well, and it is Canada. Right. Um, I mean, arrest one, I think, is if she goes a certain place in Canada, then... They could arrest her, but they would never get her fucking doing it. I mean, the first time that they met, he was 18, she was 12. And she said to her mum, like, I want to marry that man. And then they had set up, obviously, like, meetings so that you yeah. could meet her and right. start talking to her. Cor- and like, that's, right. that's grooming. Yeah. I mean, she's 12-year-old and that's a, that's a man yeah. that you're basically, like, allowing yeah. groom. But because it's royalty. Like, yeah. You need just to keep it. That. Like, they know, like, second cousins as well or something. Well, they all are. <coughs> yeah. They're all, like, first cousins, probably. <laughs> Yeah, they had to go all the way to Greece just to it's get such blood that wasn't tied to them. Now, so it's like I don't. It frustrates me a lot. Yeah. like I don't get. I had a talk about this on my uh, point to it here. The latest podcast with uh, Chancellor Puddinghead, not his real name, um, but <laughs> I, I did a post Something. on Instagram um, about should we still have the royal name? Uh, Fuck no, is would be answer to that question. Yeah. And, and he like what it was a landslide of people saying no. Okay. But he said yes and you know I've never thought of him as someone who supports the Royal so we talked about it when he was on the show um, and his answer was that it's sort of we need that extra level of of above the government for someone to be able to say like to, to uphold the law mm-hmm. and I was like but when is that ever happened? I know and yeah. it's like I think he can get cut the head off the last king that tried that mm. <laughs> you know what I mean I think he just can't get past the whole uh, it's so ingrained in him that the Queen is part of the institution that you can't see past not having it and that you need that mm. Queen there for some reason uh-huh. and it's not, not, not the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of some people, obviously in the UK, a lot of people's identity, you mm. know what I mean? That, that's a tradition that they honour and recognise. I mean the English. I could be, well, I mean... It's all from Glasgow. And some all around. that's the uh, west of Scotland as well, Ayrshire. Like, yeah. Huge into the royals and shit. But for me, I could live with like an almost kind of like Scandinavian kind of Dutch yeah. model where there are actual people who happen to have these titles in this, this sort of lineage but like I think like the King of Holland is like a, a lawyer yeah. and is married to a commoner and like he'll go and open the Dutch parliament and you know mm. put the robe on and all the rest of it and then the minute that's done he's away back to his day job he's, he's like a normal yeah. 
so that yeah. you know qualified professional just so happens that he performs certain ceremonial duties yeah. at times but that's that's it. cool you mm-hmm. know what I mean and I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of countries where it's they went we'll recognise that we have a tradition in this country mm. but at the same time it also has to be modern yeah, and, yeah. you know what I mean and also they shouldn't be getting millions in fucking state aid aye. which yeah. is essentially just yeah. aye, the biggest benefit fucking claimants in the country yeah. like เป็นคนเป็นอาร์มดีลส์ในวอลล์ครับเนี่ยมันเป็นคนเป็นอาร์มดีลส์ในวอลล์ครับเนี่ยมันเป็นคนเป็นอาร์มดีลส์ในวอ
is this is where the, the Saudis are washing my money in Silicon Valley. Yep. So we're just we're just talking there about before you get stuck back in. But what Mark was saying is is that yeah, what Brexit's Brexit's a way for them to legitimise the laundering of money through capitalism through like the sort of Middle East and Russia and stuff like that and he was um, saying about like how Abramovich did it through Gazprom and the Saudi royal family are the single biggest investor in Uber yeah what I didn't even know that they've got a thing called um, where you read investors was on uh, just generally um, <laughs> so there's a, a thing called, there's a thing called uh, Vision Fund um, and it's got 45 billion dollars American dollars and that's they, they're using that to invest in Silicon Valley mm. alone um, and that's why See, it kind of makes sense that Uber's just never disappeared after this, the amount of allegations that's been put forward mm-hmm. against the people that have been working you know it's just that would bury most companies that yeah. are on the up and up but it just it never went away they paid their fines and uh-huh. have corrected course slightly so this is why I mean what you were saying earlier on about like um, we look back at like Bush Jr and be like fuck yeah. <laughs> like sort of wistfully look back going like we wish we could have somebody as good as him but I had an argument with one of my cousins it wasn't really an argument it was just a backwards and forwards on uh, Facebook. He's Canadian and he's very liberal. Okay. And he was content to be. Uh, yeah, it tends to be a thing. Part of our society, but it's fair enough. Um, and I hate Justin Trudeau. Sorry, despise Justin Trudeau. Really? Yeah, he's just a faker. It's all a brand thing. Yeah, he's. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian Tony Blair. Same as Macron in fucking France. But it's better yeah. to be in a liberal society than it is to be in, in anything else. You yeah, know, you yeah. just have to be able to. Yeah, I'm sidetracking. So. No, sorry. Um, he was going on about how Trump had come out and basically went, if you can go and find 100 billion in, in yeah. arms sales, then I'll do it mm. more ethically. But Saudis are the only ones that are yeah. buying and I'm, I need to sell. And I'm going to be honest with you, that's I kind of respected uh, what Trump had to say. This because is the argument that I had. Obama and all the previous US presidents, I mean, they've all went and kissed the ring in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Like, but they've always talked about progress in the region mm. and women can drive and you know yeah. well, it's, we're going to should even be a we're, conversation we're going to civilise them civilise them by throwing subways on every street corner you know what I mean like, that nonsense where Trump's about we want the money and you're like that's always been the answer that's it's always the been the answer and, and it's like do you want the truth do you want do you want Obama like I, I mean I've got I've got nothing against like Barack Obama but he smiled at people and he was a he was a great politician yeah. Yeah. but as a person, like morally, it was a duality. Yeah, definitely. And I think that my my thing with that thing with Trump is that I was just saying, look, this is the most honest that any American mm. politician has ever been. <laughs> and you are sitting there going, this is disgusting. Look at it. And it's like, well, it depends on what you want. Like, There's also a huge amount of dishonesty as well. Oh, that. definitely. It's just this one isolated incident. Yeah. Like, you can live in a sort of um, political. Uh, bubble mm. and be like no no there's no way that Barack Obama did that yeah. it's like he dropped more bombs than any yeah. other fucking president I mean they ran out of bombs in 2016 I think uh, when you put yourself in a bracket like it's sort of immovable like you can't see when someone is saying something that's positive mm-hmm. regardless of whether they're Trump or not mm-hmm. people yeah. are going to say good things like um, Genghis Khan you know he, he opened the spice route in the trades yeah. that was he killed a lot of people for that to happen yeah yeah but these are just the, I don't know, the, the affects of, of these type of people that are in the presidency. Like, you can't just say, I hate that guy regardless of, of good ideas that come out of yeah, his mouth. Because he's going to, chances is, the whole how many years that he's in office, something's going to come out of his mouth that people are going to be like, well, 
Okay, I agree yeah. with him there, but he's fucking an arsehole. Ah, no, totally. I mean, look at that. Um, I watched recently the uh, Doctor Who episode on the partition in there. Mm. Uh, so again, somebody like you know Winston Churchill, who at that time was held as a you know World War Two winning hero, yeah. leader, great man, and all the rest of it, led to millions upon millions of deaths in mm. India through you know the decisions the British government made. Uh, so I mean, there is that kind of duality with a lot of folk. You know what I mean? Where you can't, I don't think it is right to ever be like remembering somebody by their greatest or worst moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you're a combination of all. And you mm -hmm. know. People are people. It's, and you're going to do things that people do, other people do. Yeah. I think that's why we try and hold people to such high esteem, like presidents or the royal family. Like, you want them to be perfect because you want to hope that humans can aspire to that level yeah. of per perfection. Yeah. So when they do things, you just are like, nah, nah, it never happened, you know? Like, yeah. It's just like, well, that's not true. And you're projecting what you want for the yeah. world onto them rather than acknowledging maybe who they are all yeah. the time. I think it feeds into sort of basic psychology as well, is that you need to feel safe. And if if you're starting thinking, like, the, the people in charge are fucking idiots or they're lying to you, mm -hmm. and that is genuinely what we believe, it mm -hmm. would cause you to feel sort of this... Yeah, disassociated. Probably a lot of why I feel disassociated. Mm. I think in Scotland, like, it's easier to feel this is uh, sort of disenfranchised in Scotland because mm -hmm. we're part of the UK. Um, Westminster's down in London. Uh, we we didn't get like a lot of people wanted independence that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't want to leave uh, the the EU. And that's just not been heard. So it's easy to just sort of say the terms in which Scotland's about to be forced to leave. Us. Yeah. Outrageous when you look at some of the preferential treatment that Gibraltar, yeah. Gibraltar is getting its own, you know, bespoke mm. deal with Northern Ireland. I mean, the investment that can go into Northern Ireland now as a result of mm. some of the terms of their deal by comparison to ours is that is literally the hamstring of the Scottish economy. And you're like, that not only have we went against our political will, mm. they're also vandalising our economy to try and keep us weak. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? On the flip side, the right in Northern Ireland is like beside itself. It's like, it's so bigoted and so single-minded that they I mean, can't see that they're getting a preferential deal. They want the yeah. same shit deal as England because that <laughs> makes them feel British. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Is, I, no, I mean, we want the same amount of shaft that England's yeah. getting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Brexit has literally been the definition. I think we'll look back at Brexit and it will be defined as that is what identity politics looks like. Yeah. When somebody puts down something in front of you and goes, this will stop this one thing, basically, immigration. That's one thing yeah. that you hate, but all the rest of your country's going to go to fuck, but you'll still vote for it because... We're paying £39 billion to leave the EU, to have a lot of what we already have with the EU, that naysay and how it's driven, but we're losing free movement. And it is literally £39 billion quid to get rid of brown people. Yeah. And you're like... The people that were what? displaced you from a lot of places as well. Did you see Gareth Southgate last night? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was... It was beautiful. Like, astounding to see an English football manager stand up and talk about the players of colour in his yeah. squad and going, I don't know how I can expect these young boys to react yeah. when that Brexit decision was largely racially based. Yeah. Uh -huh. And you're like... And we know the trouble that English football organism, English football fans have had over the years. And it's not limited to just them, so I'm not trying to mm. single them out anyway. But I thought it was so powerful to have an English football manager come out and go, "What do I tell my black players? Mm. You know, what do I tell my players of colour, my players of other nations that are, maybe have descent elsewhere and are coming here, have come here for better lives? What do I say to them?" And you're like, 
there's a sense of from England that they feel like they're fucked and when it happens there's nothing they can do so I think there's parts of England that can be somewhat envious of Scotland because it seems like there is some sort of choice left there whether it's another referendum to get out of it or Brexit doesn't happen Like it, it just feels that Scotland has slightly more hope than England does and I, I almost feel sorry mm-hmm. for, for the way the direction England's heading in yeah do you think that part of it's like if, if there's this hopelessness about in England do you think that they're particularly just like I don't really give a fuck how bad this is going to be because life's just I mean there are parts of England especially like the north uh, like north of mm-hmm. Oxford not even anywhere north of that where life is really fucking hard yeah. really fucking shit mm-hmm. um, and perhaps it's you just a bit of nihilism well. just like fuck it Sunderland was what 12,000 employees in Nissan, you know, Nissan factory. Yeah. You know, one of the, you know, Nissan used Sunderland as a gateway to the EU for their products, you know what I mean, in terms of, you know, um, export, import sort of things. And, you know, people like Sunderland voted like 75% leave and you're like, dude, you literally just killed the industry <laughs> that is keeping your entire city afloat, you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's the same thing in America with like, Look at Trump voters, right? So he's walking across America, going across America on the campaign trail, going jobs, jobs, industry, Rust Belt, all that kind of stuff. GM was a big one. Yeah. GM, I will force GM to keep jobs in America. They won't go to Mexico. Blah blah blah. Last week, GM announced that we're closing four American warehouses or four American factories mm. and laying off fifteen thousand Americans. Like, so you're like. You know, this promise that he explicitly went out to the, you know, the people went, vote for me, ignore all the the crazy shit, I'm going to get you jobs, I'm going to keep you jobs, and there's nearly, you know, 15,000 people now out of work. Is it because it's it's not viable to try and do that, you know, within the current system? Mm. Is that what it is, or is it nefarious sort of thing? My point was made about people voting against their own best interests, and, 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 you know, in the face of all the evidence to say this is a really bad idea, they still take the leap to... Yeah. Fully Brexit or fully Trump, and then mm-hmm. the instant results are they're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, so hatred trumps all, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a pun, obviously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think, like what you were saying, that no matter what, no matter who gets in charge, things are going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're going to they're going to shift the industries abroad and bring down the cost of labour because if they don't do that, it, like you just said, it's unsustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's a there's an easy way out mm. make less money yep and stop stop targeting growth yeah like the actual growth parts of the planet of these places that you're going and forcing slavery yeah almost in people yeah. like Africa like the amount of growth that could be done in, industry wise and mm-hmm. in Africa is insane but they just won't do it because it's why shops as well in India like you see these things mm-hmm. making garments for H&M yeah. and it's like why do, why is people not stopping this just because it's cheaper to do it yeah mm-hmm. it's like a, it's, it, 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 it's a, a lot of people say a shite H&M t-shirt I mean, for fucking seven quid I don't know <laughs> that's it I, I had a, a conversation we, I talk about this guy a lot, he probably knows it, he's bet he's listened and knows who I'm, I'm talking about because we recognise the arguments because all we do is fucking argue with each other. <laughs> he said to me that if you, do you know that if, um, this was before Trump, right? So right. when it was Trump, he was saying he's going to bring industry back to America and it would be like, but we've had arguments about how much that would cost. Yeah. So he said to me like, would you be willing to give up your iPhone because your iPhone would cost 
uh, five grand <laughs> if, they made, the if they made in the UK and you go, no, here's, here's, here's a novel idea for you, how about Apple doesn't have more money than the US economy? Like, they, the only reason that they're citing that is so that they can make the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. They need to just accept the fact that they don't, they yeah. can't put trillions into a tax haven. Yeah. Take that money out, reinvest it, and give people back their fucking money. Because that's a lot like socialism or communism that you're talking about, and mm-hmm. people are very scared of that when you start to talk about capping uh, capitalism. You know, mm-hmm. when, when do you stop people I mean should you be paid adequately for your creativity and your 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 performance as a company like or should that be capped that's mm-hmm. what people are scared of that big C word yeah mm-hmm. like think, maximum income yeah. so there's a minimum income yeah. but there's no maximum income mm-hmm. um, I would say that um, a billions is more than fucking adequate for coming up with a mobile yeah. phone like it, it, it's like how much money does an individual need like I don't think that you're right, it, it would be sort of counterproductive. No, no, and, no, absolutely. And it's the argument that, that is the right argument to make. It's like it would be counterproductive for entrepreneurialism. And mm. why would anybody be creative if, if they can't make? But when one company has got so much money, that it, it's mm. got more money than the country that it fucking started. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, it's, it's getting gross. It's getting to think that they don't influence politics when they have that much money is completely insane. You know, these mm. large companies oh, wow. are always, even Tesco leans on local government over here. And you see outcomes sort of shift when you see an influx of Tesco in, in a certain area. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that, that that power comes along with, something that's definitely evident recently. I mean, the, the, the San Bernardino shooters in America where they had communications on their iPhones and the FBI went to Apple and went, yeah. we kind of get by the fingerprint, like we need you to unlock this phone and Apple went, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and you're like, it was an act of terrorism investigation. You what know, do you think about that? Them saying no. Well, they're, they're going proprietary coding and algorithms right. and blah, blah, blah. But you're like, you, you could have done it. Mm. You know what I mean? And still protected your copyright and all that right, kind of okay. stuff. I, I, I'm assuming so anyway, you know what I mean? Like, but who knows what the government then does when yeah. they know how to crack it, you know. They could be that's there. the thing, isn't but it? They probably, there'll be sections somewhere that probably know how to do that anyway. You know yeah, yeah that's that. It's been, it's, I mean, there's, there's, there's that side of it. So there's, there's like, this is why I, I feel kind of disgusted with that sort of, like, bullshit that Apple have come out when we've told the American government they can't get into your phones it's like but you have A9 chips and a fucking drone <laughs> so you can't sit there and sort of take the moral high ground and we won't share your data and if you die and your mum and dad come and ask we'll be like no and everything's all protected you can feel safe and it's like no 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 no. I, mean, I think they pick and choose like people, companies like Apple and to go back to the sort of Tesco thing the amount of people that they got for the government that were on benefits that were forced to go yeah. in their stores mm, yeah. that's the type of thing that's like well Fairly work. Um, wait a minute. Like, I mean, America, like, full shopping centres or get these people that are yeah. bust for yeah. three hours for, like, suburbs that kind of get a job into these shopping centres to basically sell donuts to fat people. Yeah. yeah. It's it just. Free labour. It goes a bit sort of. I get a bit tense when I talk about, like, sort of these massive companies. Amazon's the next one. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, you need to. Like, I know that you. you I know what you mean with the socialism and people are scared of. They're sort of, oh, the commies, no, the, the lefties. Mm. There needs to be a balance between the left and the right. There needs to be, Amazon can't have that amount of power. Mm. Well, I mean, the, I was watching something, they'll talk about Amazon Web Services and the amount of companies in the, the, the world that yep. use that service, so, including like, what, so they host Facebook and Google. What Amazon does? Yeah. yeah. Through their own servers? Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. They host, they host all these government, like, yeah. That's kind of creepy, like. And they use that money that they get for that to plow into the Amazon that we know, right. that constantly just make, loses money because what they're doing is, is driving down prices to yeah. everybody out of business so they can monopolise. And they don't fall into sort of anti-monopoly things because it's... They're not making any money. Yeah, yeah. they're not making any money. So it's, it's kind of like that sort of Starbucks thing where they're like, everything's a franchise, we don't actually make any yeah. money, but yeah, are like, no, wait a minute. I, I mean, it's, it's madness. I, I, what I find odd about it when you look at your Amazons, your, your Apples and stuff like that, we talk about the balance between, you know, the socialist lefty sort of thing and the capitalist thing. Like, for me, a company like Apple, I think recently came out and went, we're releasing a profits warning because this year we're only going to make $30 billion and last year it was 40 or whatever the actual figures were. And you're like, what? You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's, you know, profit. You know, like, so you're making like 10 billion less a year because you released a two grand phone that like nobody as many people did, you know they didn't buy or whatever and you're like but you know when is that enough is you know do you really need to be like shareholders <laughs> panic we're making 10 billion pounds less than last year and you're like it's not a lot you know what i mean like how much is enough you know what i mean yeah. like, i don't know but i think that's where the balance lies somewhere in between it's profit warnings for 10 million it's quid and actually some Conversations with people, people much smarter than me, <laughs> come, come up with something that's uh, that's going to tie into modern society. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. using all these old school things like capitalism, which is a bastardization of the original sort of format. Same with communism. Like, if you read communist, like the Communist Manifesto, and what it really mm-hmm. was at the beginning, it's completely. It leaves. I mean, it was supposed to be for the benefit of society, but at the same time, it also leaves the opportunity for one person to come yeah, through, and that always that always ends up right. in a bad place. But it's all about educating yourself on these things and not being scared of helping out your fellow man. You mm-hmm. know, like just because when you put a communism or a socialist label on it, then that makes you feel like it's like when people talk about utopias. Like, mm. I mean, we should probably strive for that, but people. Look at you like, oh, utopia, like um, that's a terrible word. How dare it's like, we'll you, never get there. In something? <laughs> how dare you believe in something? We'll never <laughs> get there, but you know what to say, like, you, you know, reach for the, the stars, you'll hit the moon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, the sort of, the, the, well, I, I listened to, or read, did I read it, where they were saying that if we did achieve a to- utopia, there would be a section of society that would strive to bring it down, rebel mm. against it, yeah. yeah. They would hate it and they would want to destroy it, so it wouldn't really be a utopia. I think that's life's balance, though, like, it has to balance it out. How do we balance balance? Like, is it sort of people who are in the middle? Is that or is lots of life comfy challenges? And yeah. if you were in a utopia, what, where would the challenge be? You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. I think the main challenge that we, we this is the this is what I think that we're, we're get going wrong is that we've got many challenges as a society, but we're struggling, like you just said, to meet the challenges of a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and we've not quite updated to meet. I mean, if we keep going the way that we're going, if you look at the way that they're segregating and separating the sexes we won't be able to continue as a fucking race mm. like women don't yeah. want anything to do with men men don't want anything to do with women on a sort of broad sort of yeah. scale obviously mm. in the microcosm <laughs> still all get girlfriends and yeah, stuff like that pitched against each other we're really getting pitched against each other it's a dangerous game that we're playing um, and it could end with a Japan style yeah. Well, the guys just fucking have sex robots and mm-hmm. how are we going to create I mean, I watched this short documentary on these guys that are just living in these internet cafes that have rooms that they can pay for monthly and they just sit on the internet all oh. day. Like, some guy was like, yeah, I used to have a job, but I just stay here now. Uh, it's like supremely cheap and I've got wow. an internet connection that just 
I'm engage happy. online with people, yeah. I'm happy. Have <laughs> you seen the latest episode of South Park? No. It's something like that, right? It's like they've got a, a box that goes over their head that projects their phone screen and it's like their safe space oh, okay. where they're basically <laughs> on their phone and people are ripping the boxes off and they're like, what are you doing? Uh, like, it's, it's really, it's, I love the social commentary that they do in South they, Park. They just continue to nail it. Mm-hmm. Aye, Still, amazing. I mean, how many years is that? Like 20? I think it was 1997. It came out or 1995. It's fake. Some, like that. Some crazy. Like that. I seen a thing on the Daily Show the other day that it was Al Gore, and obviously I tweeted it out. I saw Facebook shared it when going to Pig. <laughs> and like there was a subtlety to how he explained it that I was like, do you know what? I never, I never seen that. And it was like when he was going, when you know Al Gore first appeared in South Park, they were talking about Man Bear Pig, and they were going, no, Man Bear Pig's no real, Mister Vice President. Yeah. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Slagged them off and you know roasted them, and then a couple of years later come back character came in and they were facing the real man bear pig and he was going so it's global warming like mm. they were saying in the first episodes global yeah. warming is not real because that's what he was campaigning on and then and i was like i completely missed that i was just like jesus christ that's man bear pig but it's like there was a pure metaphor underneath it that i just yeah. completely missed you know what i mean like so the way he explained it was actually quite eloquent <laughs> i i i absolutely love it and i think that they'll Desperate to get cancelled though. Really? Uh, that's I why it's so. getting more offensive. Yeah, okay. It's because people are liking it more, so because it's getting realer. Yeah. And realer. Um, I mean, that takes a lot to put. I mean, 17 seasons, is it now? Oh, it's way past that. Like that's season so 22. Right, okay. So the, the somewhere around 20 years it's been going for. Oh, you know, that's a long time to de- dedicate yourself to one thing. I think the movie came out in 99. Yeah. So that'll oh. be 20 years next year. Wow. Season one was, I think, you're right, It's a fucking, they're absolutely amazing. And he's getting like a liver transplant as well. And right. Drinking so much. I, I'm definitely aware of the character in the movie, but I don't think yeah, I definitely yeah. don't think I've ever it. But I might, I might pick it up. I've not seen the Book of Mormon. Is that, no, the, did they produce it? No, they wrote, wrote, wrote it. They had everything. Okay. Did they so start cool. It's coming to the UK in the I don't think they, or something. I don't think they did because it's been... It's been on multiple places, right. so they must have like different tours. Yeah. and there's a mm. tour. But the bit that I loved about the Book of Mormon was, I, I think it might it was a stand-up comedian. I can't remember who it is. He's like their reaction to the Book of Mormon's perfect because every other religion protests it's that been protested outside. The, the Mormons actually took out the centrefold and the program, just saying if you like this musical, you might like <laughs> the Mormons, and here's where they find us. And uh, took own, an advert, yeah, just owned it. Yeah, aye, fucking right. That's man. the way to do it. Aye, definitely. I think that that's that's a religion that doesn't take itself too seriously mm. on, on the surface. Yeah, but maybe like Christianity, wow. I remember um, Matt Damon's analogy at the beginning of the movie 
to the what's the pod is it Alice in Wonderland is that it mm-hmm. and he's talking about like going down the rabbit hole yeah. and for, for religions and all the people that she meets there's different religions and in the world and deities and stuff and fucking hell like being a young lad at the time I was like oh, there's layers to movies I don't know <laughs> you're mind blown <laughs> by Kevin Smith he's become a bit of a joke nowadays isn't he unfortunately yeah. I think he's had quite a bit of ill, Ill health and yeah, stuff yeah, like that and heart t- attacks and stuff mm-hmm. so he's lost, his he's lost a fuck ton of weight just love the story. Two stories. Have you ever seen the the Kevin Smith stand? It's not really stand up. It's just lectures. It's like yeah. an evening with Kevin Smith. It came yeah. out like two thousand and one, something yeah. like that. Um, and he told two stories. One was that he spent two weeks with Prince making a documentary about oh, Prince. I remember that. And Prince had apparently this vault where he used to just make an album every couple of months and we just chuck it in the vault. We'd never release it. So different like genres of music that he was not He did a couple of one pseudonyms and stuff yeah. like that, but he got Kevin Smith to make this full blown Hollywood documentary about Prince and then never seen the light of day. Wow. Did he not get somebody to make a new documentary every couple of years and just shelved every one of them? Ah, just never liked it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The other one was is that But it is somewhere though. Oh, like, it's that exists. Yeah. And it's his family will own it. He just had apparently like a vote in his house. I bet he's not a vote, but it's just like a, a hard drive. No, I'd be like swimming in underneath the Just fucking reels of music. But um I bet that They'll get desperate at some point and start releasing that shit. I think there's already been disputes with the Prince, um, what would you call estate. it? Like a state. I think there's been disputes already with folk trying to get stuff released and trying to use stuff and other members of the family going, no, and you didn't want to do it, so we're going to keep a hold of it. And like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, who's releasing got, anything that he ever released. Yeah, it'll all rock up at a Sullivan's in 20 years' time <laughs> and go for like 600 million quid yeah, or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the other one was is that you get paid, um, what? Well, he didn't say the amount of money, but he could pay these, whatever his check is, like yeah. whatever his, his basic is, yeah. probably like in the millions, but to do a script for Superman, well, Nicolas Cage was on retainer to right. Superman, and he, they gave the script to Nicolas Cage, and he'd get like two pages in, and was like, no, oh, fucking... I've seen some images from that, oh, him dressed as uh, Superman. Yeah. It makes you, like, bulk a wee bit into it. I, I, I just can't imagine it. Oh, I can't okay. imagine Superman is on Nick Cage and Superman. Oh, he's been he's so bad. becoming, like... I don't know, someone, when you watch someone going off the rails in their career, it seems mm. like Nicolas Cage it was is called that, but he's not dying. Superman <laughs> lives. Yeah. Are, are those pictures legit? Yeah, huh? that's him in the suit. That's him in the suit. And he has long hair, that is was, that correct? Yeah, that was like, like Spider-Man. <laughs> it was run about that sort of Joel Schumacher Batman. And there's no way that's his... There's no way that's his actual abs, that's like pure no. plastic abs, isn't it? Uh, well, he was pretty buff in Con Air. Have you seen Con Air? Aye, but he's no, like, come on. <laughs> show, show, show him in Con Air, like, his body. Put the bone back in the bar. <laughs> Look at that, man, that's, that's horrendous. But it was run about that sort of Joel Schumacher, like, Batman nipples right. time. And that's, like, an updated one. Because he was on, I'm pretty sure they had him on retainer for, like, ten years. Oh, because. No. Nicholas Cage, uh, Conair ripped or something. I love the Nick Cage. Not that I googled this. Uh, as much as he makes terrible movies. Uh, I'm not still, the bees! Uh, like the fake man. CGI bees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's jacked in that. That must be at that, that time as well because he has the long hair. Aye, but I mean, he's no, he's no like a 19 pack. Because he has a fucking t shirt on. You have to use your imagination in this. I'm sorry. I'd rather know. There's the action. That is not Nicholas Cage. This is when he's about 80. Oh, 
he's, now. he's fairly older now. He's becoming more and more like Elvis Presley, his, Elvis in his old age. I want to watch the uh, Mandy. I'm, I'm that is that. supposed to be amazing. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so we'll just end it Elton. Like that's us, like but no. Thank you for having me on, man. Both of you. Good conversation. Yeah, How long maybe? Was. About an hour and a half. That's great. Something like that. Um, it That's was a really good conversation. We didn't even get to talk about music or yeah. stories about like yeah, we can do that again. Half famous people that we know. And oh yeah, we should definitely. Oh yeah, I want to end on that story actually about um, if that's okay. I go for like at a party. So you were telling the story about someone you know who did something with a frying pan. Come on, that uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cumlet. <laughs> a TM. <laughs> and uh, so uh, my friend who is sort of the owner of a famous clothing brand in Scotland and it rhymes with Shaman a, a blip <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, I was friends with him and we were at a party and he just had his t- uh, tunnels I've just I, I've just talked to him talking about right like stretched yeah. again and he was, all, he was at like 32 so he was going up to 35 and if you have tunnels that are those size uh, when you get above a certain size you can't stretch them anymore so you have to get like a scalpel to s- to skin the inside oh. of it so you can get more work oh, your stretcher in. That so, just gave me the child one. I had that pure wee horrible ball tangle you see when you get some of the bunch. So my friend who shall nameless, uh, he comes in, we're all hammered at this party, taking all sorts of whatever, and he comes in with this little bag of skin into the party, and we were sitting in the kitchen, and there's a frying pan right on the cooker, and we were like, we should fry this up and we should eat it. Mm-hmm. So we were frying off his skin and then we, I think there was three of us that all had a little taste of it. Did it go like crackling? It was very, it, it tasted like a pork. Like it sort of was really sort of like fatty and chewy but like mm-hmm. quite, quite, quite tasty, tasty actually. Yeah. I mean it salty at the same time. So you've been technically a, been cannibal. a cannibal? Yeah. I don't know if that's illegal in Scotland, is it? Don't know. Maybe <laughs> killing somebody. Maybe. I don't think like eating a bit. If somebody's like, yeah, do you want a wee bit of my finger? Chop it off. And it wasn't me. It was just a note. I've always said that if I was somewhere, I don't know, abroad, obviously, and I went to somewhere where they were like we self-human, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know, ethically sourced, grass, <laughs> grass-fed human beings, organic. Like. It's like things that are vegan-free. So <laughs> anti-vegan. Um, I would definitely try it. Okay. I would 100% try. I would try monkey or something like that. But if they had something where they were like, we, we do human, I don't know how they would do it. So let's say they fry people who've been done for like really bad, terrible. Or like the meat with the disgusting yeah, bad meat. People yeah. who like, you know donate their bodies to science, whereas like somebody who just like really liked barbecue and like was <laughs> I'm gonna donate my body to barbecue when I'm dead. Uh, like, something like that. Maybe. If I could get it was about survival. Yeah. If it was a choice between me if the choice between me and you I'm making burgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> like <laughs> alive. you know Aye, the one with the Canadian yeah. Aye, fucking rugby team. team. Yeah. I mean, I don't Monkeys think and animals and that. I think there is a Canadian uh, yeah. team. Sorry. Well, no any medals, no. That's half. I've got one away. They're about wobbly on their feet. Aye. Anyway, anyway monkey, like, like other animals, monkeys and that, aye, but people would need, need to be about survival. Do you remember Faces of Death? Yeah. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, I tried not to. Nah. <laughs> do, do you remember <laughs> the bit where they make the. I think it's Brazil, they put the monkey in the hot plate and it does a wee yeah. dance and then they crack its head open and Eat put it its brain alive. Oh. With the eye, like, scoop its brain out and it's in like a wee vice. Oh. Uh, 
I'd get a go, fuck it. Cool. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm glad we've finally managed to find something worse than cannibalism to finish on. <laughs> <laughs> An endorsement for oh, Faces of Death. Uh, <laughs> well, things like Faces of Death um, is like redundant now because like the internet's just got. I mean, people sit and watch people get killed all yeah, the time. I mean, on, I mean World, World Star is Faces and Lively like, is the sort of continuation of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And the days we're going by, you shop by it nowadays. People are like scrambling for their phones to film it. Yeah. When I was younger, I could watch those decapitation movies, like maybe twenty mm-hmm. two, twenty three. As I've gotten older, it's just I don't know. It's I can't. I'm the same. I don't even want to think yeah. about it anymore. Mm-hmm. The last one I saw was some sort of Mexican cartel video where uh, a girl had grasped on one of the guys and uh, they chopped her fingers off one by one like with this knife and mm-hmm. it just looks like sausages like there's no blood really and it's mm-hmm. just her and she must be in shock and I was like I can't watch these anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm the same man I would be like all of them when I was like in my 20s mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. me that and see now it's like fucking what you show me that for yeah. <laughs> it's going to haunt me for months I'll be thinking about that yeah. anyway dude cheers for coming on again man it's Thank been you a guys. pleasure um, and i catch you next time great man. conversation thanks, great having you thank you